I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of I, this. Can, I could be here for another hour. <laughs> no. I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. <laughs> I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year-round, I might as well get paid year-round. <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Welcome, everyone, to Sweet Talk, our weekly podcast here at ISU Continuing Education Workforce Training. I am Paul Dickey, the um, video instruction manager here at Continuing Education, and I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Gary Salazar, our director. How are you doing today, Gary? I'm doing great, Paul. I'm glad you didn't say notorious. I mean, I, that's, that's awesome. Thank you so much for the introduction. Now, I'm notorious. Uh, behind the scenes stuff, we had already started this recording once and I hit, forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> so, so this is, this again, is our everybody. second attempt. Uh, we are always <laughs> professional here at ISU Continuing Education <laughs> Workforce Training. Um, and uh, today uh, we have a, uh, a special guest with us uh, who's so kind to start this whole thing over with us again, uh, Julie Jensen. Gary, would you like to introduce our guest today? Sure, absolutely. Hey, Julie, welcome. We can see that uh, you're you're on the job site, and you're in Montana, and we can talk about that in a minute. It's so so good to have you here. You and I met uh, back uh, over a month ago at the uh, Meridian uh, Construction Combine out in uh, Home Depot, and I was very very impressed uh, to watch you do the roofing out there. And today we're going to be talking about you and your business, uh, Lost River Roofing, and uh, a, little, a little bit about what it's taken for you to get there and, and what your challenges are. I'm looking forward to this talk. Thank you for joining us, Julie. Thank you for having me. And the construction combine was just so much fun. I, I had a blast. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. And, and it showed, you know, for all of you who don't know what that was, I mean, we, we've talked about the combine before, but this particular one was brand new in uh, in Meridian. And Julie was on one roof with some students and she was knocking that roof out. And the National Guard guys, you see them at all of our events, they were on another roof and the banter back and forth between these two groups was, <laughs> was just amazing. I think she won at the end of it. But it was very, very impressive to see her. And that's why I thought she'd make a great guest to bring on. So uh, thank you for doing all of that. Thank you for being here today. Would you give us a little bit of uh, your background and how you got involved with, uh, with the roofing industry? Well, I, I, like I, I mentioned, I, it, I feel like it's a gene. I, my dad was in real estate and development. And I... Uh, I just grew up on, you know, raw land and job sites and going around and, you know, acquiring these, um, you know, these properties to do, you know, big developments on. And I just loved the process of it. And I, you know, I knew I didn't want to do development and I knew I didn't want to do real estate. I wanted to do, you know, something, you know, in construction and I wanted something a little bit faster that I can see, like, I feel like roofing is kind of instant gratification because I can start a project one day and it's done in the same day. And I just get to see all this, uh, all of this progress happen. And I just love that. 
That's awesome. So, and and what a what a great decision to make, be uh, to go without all that experience around you and your family, and then to decide, hey, this is what I want to do. It's it's the most gratifying to me, uh, and it must yeah. be an awesome business. Can you tell us a little bit about? the business end, you know, you, you got this unique name, Lost, Lost River. I mean, how did you come up with that? Well, um, I actually lived in Montana for a lot of years. And when we made the move down to Boise, my husband's a, a native Idahoan um, and I'm a native Coloradan. And uh, he, I just, I did that drive on highway 20 so much all the way, you know, through Arco as we were moving down and I went back and forth probably, I don't know, three or four times a week during the move. And uh, I kept just, I always drove by Little Lost River and I, it just stuck with me. And I thought, you know, I really like that. So we're all kind of a little lost sometimes, but <laughs> we're, we're here. So that's, that's, that's kind of how Lost River was born. Yeah. And I used to do remodels. Um, up in Montana. And I, yeah, I liked remodels, but it just wasn't really where my heart was at. So I knew that, you know, when we did the move, I, I wanted to be in construction still. I just, what wasn't fully, you know, it didn't want to do remodels anymore. And I love roofing. It's my, it's my jam. Why, <laughs> why, why do you love roofing? I don't know. I just love, I just love the process of it. I love it's, it's simple yet complex and that it follows, you know, the exact same rules every single time. There's no, you know, figuring out something for three weeks and scratching your head on it. It's, it's a very simple thing to figure out. And I love watching it. I love the culture of it is just really light and relaxed. And that's also more for me. Um, you know, we're my guys on the roof. We always have a lot of fun. We look out for each other. We make sure that, you know, we're all safe and we all have, you know, what we need on the roof. And, and I love that. And I didn't really ever experience that in any of the other construction I have done is everybody's kind of out for themselves and, you know, they don't look out for everybody else. And with this one, we do. And I, I just love that. So. Now, I imagine when you're roofing, I mean, you're outside. I mean, that's you're on a roof. So yeah. today, today is a really cold day. So you, you know, go, must go through the extremes all the time. How, how, do, how do you handle that? I mean, the cold and the, you know, extreme cold versus the extreme heat, you know, during the course of the year. Well, um, long johns, lots of long johns, <laughs> and also alternatively, lots of those, um, those like UPF shirts you get, mm -hmm. you know, the fishing shirts, um, with the hoods on them and the big hats, and you, you know, and and really light shoes in the in the summertime and really heavy shoes in the wintertime. And it's, you know, it is hard, but the air is fresher outside. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh my goodness! Hey, I, I've got a question. I mean, you, you moved to Boise, and yeah. and that's where your headquarters uh, is. But you're in Montana. You're, so uh, yeah. you're spread out, kind of large, aren't you? Yeah, we're we're three states, and actually, we could be four states, but 
I, I have my contractor's license in Utah too, but I don't, I don't really go down there to work ever because I just, I have so much work up in Montana, Northern Idaho, and we do Washington too, just a little bit. We wow. can, but um, yeah, we were, our headquarters are in Boise and, but we do a lot of work in Northern Idaho and Montana. So are these all residential homes or is there uh, like office buildings as well? Uh, mostly residential. Uh, we can do any, any size and any type of asphalt shingle roof. So if somebody came to us and wanted us to do a school, um, we can do that. And any size, like we, yesterday, I just found out we won a bid for up at Montana tech up here in Butte. Oh. Um, we'll be doing two of those buildings up there um within the next within this month and that one's a that one's a pretty good one but for the most part yeah we do mostly residential so um asphalt shingle not uh steel or um or uh rubber roofing no we don't do we don't do any of that for right now i mean we we can do a small scale metal roof but i don't and we could do small tpo jobs um, but we can't do large scale. Like we're not going to go bid Walmart for their TPO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, so, uh, so how long ago did you establish this business? So I started it in 2017 when I moved down to Boise, but we really didn't take off big time until 2020. Wow. And when 2020 hit, it just exploded. Um, yeah. So July of 2020, we sent out our first, you know, invoices and we just, uh, it was in the growth was insane and it's exhausting, but so (laughs) fun to watch. So, so, so in in, relatively, you're a, a young company then, um, yeah. Well, wow. Um, so what were some of the biggest challenges starting the company? Um, well, it really, I mean, roofing, you can, you basically start out with a truck and like a one ton truck and a dump trailer. And so we started out with a one ton truck and a dump trailer. And now we're all the way up to, we're three trucks and trailers and, you know, a bunch of other equipment, lots of camp trailers, because when I go out on the road, sometimes I just don't want to stay in a hotel. I take a camp trailer along. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, sometimes when we, you know, go over to certain areas to do, you know, a handful of jobs, you will take the camp trailer along to kind of help with, you know, the overflow of lodging. Um, But yeah, we're, and we're just growing more. We're acquiring more equipment and, but roofing is nice because you don't have to have tons of equipment. You can really do your, you know, most everything with just a truck and a dump trailer. Oh, okay. And and a generator for that nail gun, right? Yes. And well, yeah, an air compressor that, you know, is usually (laughs) gas powered. Yeah, that too. Sorry. I forgot about the compressor. That's important. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So, um, uh, you know, you're doing, you know, you know, three different states, um, uh, all the time. And so the, I mean, there must be, I mean, obviously there's a ton of travel. Um, do you find that the travel's, uh, difficult? 
Yes, it's hard being away from my family. I have a husband and five kids. Wow. <laughs> and so my my husband's an awesome, awesome dad. He plays Mr. Mom while I'm gone. Um, and he's, I, we get through, we do lots of FaceTime calls. And, but for the most part, I mean, you know, as long as I don't have any foreman issues, I can be home and I okay. can run things home. Okay. And then as far as Boise goes, like we're really trying to ramp up big time in Boise. Um, it Boise is a harder market than, than some of these other places to crack. So marketing is harder and sales are harder in Boise. Is it because of increased competition? I think that is probably the majority of the reason. So, and that's Boise's okay. Growing. Okay. So, yeah, um, Gary met you uh, at the construction combine, um, which is, you know, a, a, a training event for people to get interested in construction. What made you get involved in that? Well, I, um, I met Eric Hirschberger, who kind of was doing a lot of the planning for that. And he was, he was like, you know, I really think you should do this. And he told me a little bit about it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I love that because we need to, like, it's kind of not, it's kind of a dying breed coming into construction because it's this new generation. A lot of them are, you know, playing their Xboxes at home and not getting into it. And so I thought, you know, I really want to help, you know, people interested, you know, young people interested in joining the trade, just get into it because it's a lot of fun and, and there's a need for it. We're never going to stop building. Right. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and she's so right. I mean, we see that in a lot of different industries too. So uh, kudos to you, Julie, for, you know, showing up and helping out and in introducing, you know, roofing to all, all those kids. The ones that showed up on, on your roofs, uh, they were having a blast. You know, I was watching them. Uh, that was a fun thing to do. You, you made you made it, uh, you did, made it very, very fun for them and also instructive. So thank you for doing that. I hope, I hope it was instructive and I, it's important to go out and have fun on the roof. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. You brought up, you brought up a point. I mean, to me that I go roofing, isn't that a hazardous kind of, kind of a job? Do you guys worry about falling off a roof or sliding off roof in the wintertime? Yeah. Are you roofing in the wintertime? Yes. Sometimes we only do um, our, we, I call them our emergency roofs in the wintertime where it's people that thought they could make it through the winter. And then when the weather hit, they found out that they couldn't make it through the winter. And so then I'll get a call and we usually do about 50 roofs in the wintertime. Wow. That's, that's still a lot, isn't it? That's it's, significant. Yep. Goodness. It's a, it's a lot. And it's, you know, we, we do worry about falls, but you know, we, we wear our harnesses obviously. And, you know, there's a lot of shoveling, you know, snow off the roof and brushing snow off the roof and blowing snow off the roof. And we just, you know, we have fun. We eat a lot of soup. We drink a lot of <laughs> warm, you know, coffee and hot chocolate. And we just, we stick together and we take care of each other. And that's just what you got to do. And we, right. we, we have to keep it light because, and we danced on the roof. <laughs> we, we, have, we have fun. Yeah, well, I, I could see that. I could see that at the combine. She was the, she's very light on her feet, walking up and down that roof, and that was really, you know, just the roof on on the ground. 
but she was yeah. very agile. You know, I, I guess you get used to that. You develop your balance and and do all yep. those things. Do, do when yep. you when people come to you, Julie, and they go, "Hey, how do I do what you do?" Is there's a training they have to go through? Is that just on the job? It's basic. It's on the job training. Yep, that's exactly what it is. It's lots of years of watching and putting into action. Um, like right now I brought my nephew on, he's from Utah and he's one of my foremen over in Bozeman and he wants to start his own thing down in Utah. And so I told him, I would love to help him do that. And the best way to get his, I call it the PhD of roofing is to go to Bozeman and do, you know, kind of like a two year sort of internship with me to help him kind of start something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, and it takes, you know, it takes time, but you, it's, you learn it quick. It's yeah. very you know, fast. So, um, but no, there's nothing, you don't have to go to college for it or anything. You just, just learn it, you right. know, and from your mistakes is, is one of the most important things. So, so, yes. so yes. would no, you, go ahead, Paul. No, I was going to say, so would you say the actual roofing is easier than maybe the business running por portion? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it is. Because I mean, there's only, you know, so many, you don't, there's only, you know, a few little principles that you have to know in order to, you know, make sure that something is waterproof. Like the same concept go for waterproofing is in roofing. It's in, you know, water sealing a house, you know, um, waterproofing anything is a pretty easy concept always the same principles whereas with a business there's it's not always the same <laughs> you have to kind of figure out what works and and use use what works and throw out what doesn't work and sometimes it's it's a more costly mistake if you make a mistake in business versus when you make a mistake in roofing you just tear off a few shingles ah yeah. yeah. So, so is this your, this was your first business, correct? No, I had a remodel business in Montana. Okay. All right. Yeah. So okay. this is my second one. Okay. So, so, and you said yeah. the remodel, I didn't know whether you were just working remodel. So the remodel yeah. you said was more difficult than, than roofing uh, overall. Yes. You'd, I mean, you'd get stuck in somebody's basement for months doing, you know, doing, you know, tear out down to the studs and a full basement remodel sometimes. And, you know, it'd be on older homes, especially in Montana, like there, there were no codes for a lot of years. And so you're sitting here dissecting this person's electrical and it doesn't make any sense. And you'd run into problems where you'd be scratching your head for three weeks and then all the fumes, you know, of being indoors and all the dust and stuff. It's just, it's hazardous, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So. What, what an amazing thing. Hey, how many people are you employing right now? And are you always looking for people to come into your teams? I am always looking for people. Um, it's kind of hard to, it's, my biggest thing has been finding people for the office. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to find competent office people. I have a really easy time finding installers, like people, you know, doing the actual roofing. That's easy for whatever reason. And I have to be honest, most of them are all, you know, 
Hispanic because mm-hmm. that seems to be their their industry that they are good at. They're highly skill, skilled at what they do. And I haven't been able to find, you know, anybody that, you know, is, I would like to find somebody who's skill, as skilled as they are, but I haven't been able to. So I've got, I have four crews and each crew has anywhere from four to six guys on it. And then, um, you know, I've got two foremen and I've got a sales manager that's in Boise and then a sales guy. And actually I have my son coming out of military school ah. um, in the center of Idaho. He's coming down. He's going to be my, my canvasser in Boise. So he's going to start working in June and he's going to go around canvassing Boise fresh out of military school. <laughs> that's so. incredible. That, that's a nice, a nice size and a growing organization for you. You know, we're getting close to the end of our podcast, uh, Paul and Julie. So one of the things we always want to make sure we allow our guests to do is if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, Julie, and say, hey, I'm interested in learning more about roofing or what do you do? Or, hey, can I talk to somebody there about getting some roofs on my on my property? How would they contact you? Is there one way that's better than the others? Yeah, they can um, call the office line or they can call my cell phone, either one. Um, my office line is 208-515-5257. And my personal cell is 208-703-5417. They can always go on the website too. Um, we've got, we have two. We have one for all of our contracting subcontracting and then we have one for our Boise market um and yeah excellent excellent Excellent. thank you very very much uh we're gonna have to kind of wind this up a little bit so let me let me say thank you Julie for uh, taking the time out on the job site in Montana everybody can see she's in her car I hope she's warm she's on the job site working roofs and uh, it doesn't look like it's the pleasantest weather up there. So uh, nope. w- when we close this, you be safe. Drink some warm soup or some warm <laughs> fluids. I <laughs> <Yeah>. will. <laughs> Go dance on the roof with, with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Like watch you sit in my warm truck while they're outside and they're giving me dirty looks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Julie Jensen. She's the CEO of uh, Lost River Roofing and uh, has this growing business based out of uh, Boise, Idaho, but is in uh, Washington, of course, Idaho and Montana. And it has a, has a great opportunity to help a lot of community folks who need roofs. So thank you, Julie, for joining us. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, you stay warm up there, you be safe up there. And uh, I, I hope to meet you again in the future. Maybe we can do something different again on another combine. Hey, uh, thanks again also to our audience. And Paul, maybe you want to wrap this up for us? Yes, uh, I want to say thank you to Julie myself. Uh, thank you for being on the show. And if anyone wants to contact us, they can email us at cetrain at isu.edu. Uh, they can also visit our website at cetrain.isu.edu, uh, or they can also call us the old-fashioned way, 208-282-3372. And if you like this podcast, please like and subscribe. Um, and everyone, also share. Uh, Gary, always a pleasure. Uh, I, I always uh, love these sessions with you. And everyone, thank you so much. And 
be safe.